You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! and welcome to Podcast BXN, episode 181. I am one of your hosts, the perennial dating app swiper from Portland, Oregon, back from Japan, Christian Macias. I'm joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan and PXN founder, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back. And the president, stand up, everyone, of the Tifa Lockhart fan club. He is the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire at Roro. Hello, hello. Konnichiwa. Konnaba. Konnabawa. Thank you. Thank you for responding to me. Uh, Gage, nowhere to be found. We left his ass. Back wherever he came from, wherever he is. <laughs> Where's Gage from in my theoretical, my hypothetical? Like, I'm trying to pick of a, like a game location to pick from him. And all I can think of is like the Western of Red Dead 1 and 2. Definitely. Which is very much a real place <laughs> and not, not a fun location. Not a fictional location, but that, that's, where fictional, my head, yeah. that's where my head went to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely a Red Dead game. We left him. On Halo. Oh. It's a good place to be. On Halo 2. We left them on Halo 2. That's Ooh, a location, that's isn't a, it? That's a tough place to be. That's hard there. Folks, thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN or twitch.tv slash Podcast PXN. No housekeeping today. The house is kept. However, the topic of the show this week is Starfield delayed. Big news today. The only news. Actually, we have a ton of news. But first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week. We're not going to dive in. I'm introducing a mini segment just for fun, just for us, for us to, to hang out and discuss. Mini segment, the video game cultural differences of Tokyo, Japan. So, out and about in my little exploring. I saw a lot of people with Nintendo Switches out commuting, right? It's expected. They do love their Nintendo Switches over there. They also love Nintendo and all the Nintendo characters. That's, that merch is everywhere. Fantastic, right? However, there are two video game franchises that I was surprised to see just as much as all the Nintendo stuff. Can you guess what two franchises are everywhere and that people love? I'm going to guess... That's a good question. Kingdom God. Hearts. And, and guess which two are... The, uh, no, I saw one like wall of Kingdom Hearts merch. And guess which one is the bigger one of the two? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get it. I'm gonna, I was going to guess Genshin Impact. Oh. There was a lot of Genshin. Okay, so you know what? There's three that I saw everywhere. Okay. And the third, the third one is Genshin. There's like literally like you'll go to the stations and there'll be like posters around like by the like you know, signs and stuff of just Genshin characters. Just for fun. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. Valorant? I don't know. You're close. You're getting closer. League of Legends? Same developer? Farther away. Oh, Farther same. away. Counter Think Shooter. Think Shooter. Apex? No. Apex. No? Apex oh. is the it is. Okay. biggest. <laughs> wow. Apex stuff is everywhere. You'll go out to the store and people will be like going to the Apex Legends merch. 
Wow. You'll pass by internet cafes of people playing Apex Legends. Wow. Insane. The other? I, I heard about that in passing, but I didn't do any research in, into that. That That's crazy that it's so big there. I wouldn't have thought. I would mm. not have thought. Me either. One What's more. the other one? Uh, can you give us another hint? <laughs> yeah. Along similar lines. Another... Sh- like multiplayer another shooter, sh- I guess? Yeah, another multiplayer shooter. Overwatch 2? Nope. Think bigger than that. Call of Duty? <laughs> no, they do not like Call of Duty. There's <laughs> bigger than Overwatch, though. More cartoony, more cartoony. Fortnite. 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 Oh. A lot of Fortnite stuff. A lot of Fortnite players in the internet cafes as well. Interesting. That's just a, a global hit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And again, just wouldn't expect them to be as into the shooter space. Yeah. But lo and behold, everywhere. Love to see it. Any any other exciting stuff that uh, that you experienced in Japan that you might want to share real quick? What wasn't exciting? I'm trying to keep it video game related. Okay. That's right. much of the stuff. I mean, we went to the I, I didn't do any pachinko places, but we went to the like the the gacha like places where like it's nothing but those crane games. Yeah. And it's like these places are massive. Like with, it feels like a casino in there. I have no sense of time. It's super bright in there, and there you know all the like the loud noise of the we're just going. And uh, yeah, they they are very difficult. You think like, oh, dude, I got this. Very easy. All I have to do is like insert an arm of the crane into a ring, and that thing, toy, whatever merch is like getting pushed right off in its mind. And no, no, they they get they get your money very easily. About what about pachinko machines? Did you see any of those? I saw pachinko buildings and like places, but I just I never went into any of them. So you I was too busy shopping. So you couldn't see any Konami games then. <laughs> I did see the Konami building. Oh. I walked by and took a picture uh, of it. Yeah, it was very cool. I was gonna go in and and demand uh, <laughs> reparations for Kojima. <laughs> God. Okay. Sounds like a good time. It was a great time. Great food, great beer, great friends. You guys were there in my heart. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we were sort of there the one episode you joined us in. Oh, yeah. When I first got there, like yeah. that first day. Yeah. Or somewhere. No. Yeah, that first week. First week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on over into the quick bites, the appetizers of the show. A lot of stuff for you. Uh, late last week, it leaked that we were supposedly getting a Mario Choose One bundle. Uh, and then Nintendo officially announced that, yes, it is real. There is a Nintendo Switch bundle called uh, Mario Choose One. And it is just a plain old Nintendo Switch with red Joy-Cons, some stickers. However, you also get to choose one game, Mario game, uh, I think online, that you get to download from the store. So either Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Yeah, those are the three. Cool. Very cool, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why they don't do more special edition consoles, especially in situations like this. But they, they, they actually do have a Mario console, I'm pretty sure, where it's like red, like the back of the Switch is red. I think, I think it was a darker red. Oh, sorry, yeah. you mean like the, the Switch itself, not the Joy-Cons? Yeah, the Switch itself was red. And I think it was for a Mario Day thing too. Um, so I'm just like, why didn't they do that for this one? But was maybe it a they switch ran or out. Switch light. It was a switch, like an actual switch. 
was, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, Very it was cool. uh, red and blue, actually. The Joy-Cons, well, no, it was, the, the Switch was completely red, but if you got the, like, the detachable controller holder thing, that one was blue. So it came with a bunch of stuff. But, oh, this yeah. thing? The Joy-Con grip? Yes, that thing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I like how you I just have that called. on hand yeah. right it's like there. It's like I'm at my desk with all my stuff. <laughs> Keep that thing on me, I guess. Moving on. God of War Ragnarok receives uh, the most nominations ever at the BAFTAs, re uh, receiving 14 total nominations in 2023. Damn. Huge congratulations to all of the entire team at Sony Santa Monica for this massive achievement. Well, Doing what you do. Well deserved. Great game. Uh, you finished it, right? I don't. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. It's wow. been a while. Wow. Yeah, it's I'm... been a while. Remember... <laughs> That's a deep cut <laughs> to the pre show. Uh, yeah. The pre -show. I, I actually liked Ragnarok better than the first game, remember? Uh, one of my favorite games. I don't, but I'll take your word for it. I believe you. Uh, folks, Capcom, Capcom, Capcom News. Capcom Spotlight will air tomorrow at the time of recording. Thursday, March 9th. It is a 26-minute digital event featuring the likes of Resident Evil 4, Monster Hunter Rise DLC, uh, a look at Exo Primal. I think uh, Mega Man Battle.net is in there as well and, and uh, a couple other things, so... You're excited for any one of those. Tune in tomorrow, March 9th. Uh, some news. Mm. RE4, Yang. Where are we at? Right yeah. here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm glad that they set up expectations, but you know how everybody gets. Will there be surprises mm -hmm. there? Probably not, but oh, no it's doubt. cool that, yeah. I'm it's cool that they're giving way. us updates. No way. Yeah, so. mm. um, but also tomorrow, the Nintendo Direct for the, the Mario trailer, for the Mario movie. The final trailer. They're doing an entire how? direct for it tomorrow. <laughs> I can't keep up how many, how many tra uh, direct just for this trailer? Uh, apparently, yeah. They're probably going to do another, like, uh, sit down with the actors and people before they show the trailer like they did the first mm -hmm. time. But, uh, yeah, they said final trailer tomorrow. Tune in for the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> Under a month till it yes. releases. April 20th? When? I don't know April when. April 4th or 5th? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So less than a month, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Are you guys going? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I so will excited. too. I gotta buy gummies before then, though. I think. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go with my nieces and nephews. We've got it planned. Hell yeah. You get a whole day. You gonna buy the switch too? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I already have a switch. I'm yeah. seeing April seventh. Mario Bros. movie. I, I think it got pushed pushed up a date, so it's either it, it was April eighth and it got pushed up a date, or it's April sixth now. It got pushed up two days, I think. Oh, two it, days. Yeah. So it's no longer Friday; it's the Wednesday. Yes, correct. Huh. Yeah. I wonder why. That's so yeah. strange. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if another huh. movie comes out that week. I don't know. We'll see. It won't make much of a difference, honestly. I guess. But keep yeah. it locked to PXN to find out more. <laughs> but until then. Uh, Yosuke Matsuda will no longer be the president of Square Enix. Uh, Takashi Kiryu will take the role pending approval at next annual at the next annual shareholder meeting. And initially I was like, yes, this is a dub for, for uh, people of, uh, at Square Enix, or I guess fans of Square Enix. Because this yeah. guy, Matsuda, was a real uh, NFT blockchain dude. 
Yeah. And then I read the article and it looks like blockchain tech still focused at Square Enix, which was very much a bummer for me to read. Yeah. Hopefully he can shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Oof. I don't think it's going to happen. Damn it. Unfortunately. And those blockchain games we're working on, they'll come out. Oh boy. I hope they're not successful. <laughs> Speaking of things Roe doesn't want to be successful <laughs> Fantasy League. Oh, God. Redfall, I think he has this one. Redfall yeah. support supports full cross-play between Xbox, PC, Game Pass, Steam, and the Epic Game Store. So wherever you play Redfall, you'll be able to play with anyone else that has it, which is uh, awesome. Very awesome. That is good. I still hope the game sucks, though. <laughs> just for my points i hope just for the league though yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for yeah. The points. if it's good then great but yeah mm -hmm. very good that's a dub mm -hmm. how do you how do i do a w yeah i got it two nice. l's make a w <laughs> oh, that's a good point dude <laughs> <laughs> this is like the realize 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 thing you know what i mean it's crazy wow how deep does it go i don't know how deep does it? Are we back to the pre-show again? <laughs> I'm always mentally there. Here's a big dub for you Detective Pikachu fans. I'm not one of them. Did you guess that? Detective Pikachu 2 movie close to becoming a reality with Portlandia co-creator Jonathan Chrysal in negotiations to direct. Finally, people who have been asking this for this movie may, uh, may actually be happening. Hell yeah. I would love more of Detective Pikachu. At least that world. I don't know if I love the character Detective Pikachu played by Ryan Reynolds, but I loved every. I loved the world of that movie. I thought they did a really good job bringing that Pokemon world to uh, to to life. I guess I thought that was really cool. See, I actually enjoyed Ryan Reynolds, but the rest of the movie, I was just like, oh. <laughs> like what is this? I, yeah, the story was kind of a mess. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, at least it's better than the Sonic movies. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, how dare you? Yeah, how dare you? Oh, <laughs> god, I'm such a hater. Except for this <laughs> next item, this is the only good news here Cyberpunk Edge Runners named Anime of the Year at Crunchyroll. Congratulations to one of the best animes of 2022. Oh, yes, I was shocked that it beat Attack on Titan of all things, but much deserved. I think it was awesome. Mm -hmm. You know what. You guys would be proud of me because I watched the first three episodes of this and was really into it. And then my wow. Netflix subscription, I canceled it because there wasn't anything I was watching. So I haven't <laughs> finished it. But I really liked what I watched. I'm glad. I'm, I'm proud of you, Dan. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to consider this a dub as well. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Nice. nice. <laughs> Speaking of nice dubs, PS5 gets an, uh, an update today. You can update your PS5 if you haven't done so already. I haven't. Finally getting its Discord support that was announced uh, a long time ago. Then Xbox announced it, and then they got it, and they integrated it first. But finally, PlayStation players can, can use Discord natively on the console. You're also getting VRR support for 1440p, which is cool. Uh, and then uh, I think personally a, a favorite of mine is manually uploading game captures that you have saved on the console to your mobile app. So you can download those to your phone, post, do whatever you want to do with those. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Dan, this last bit, I don't have any details on it, but I saw uh, on the feed somewhere that I think Halo Infinite's new season dropped this week. It did. I think any 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 details there that you think are exciting worth with sharing? Yeah, uh, I mean we talked about it last week, but uh, just to kind of glance over it again, there's new battle pass, hundred tiers, three new maps, which is awesome. Uh, uh, two new armor cores that you can deck out. Some new Spartans. Um, yeah, really cool, cool stuff. Actually, some small stuff that we didn't talk about last week. There's some really cool quality of life stuff that uh, is in this update, like some UI mm -hmm. changes that were really, really nice. Uh, they they changed uh, vehicle damage, like when you're doing damage to vehicles to like be like better visual effects, which was really cool, uh, like things we didn't even know were uh, incorporated. But yeah, a lot of good quality of life fixes here and uh, a lot of new content be grinding thank you dan and and speaking of new seasons fortnite it's a new season is dropping very soon i think uh, end of this week and we got some street meat for you we think right fortnite is supposedly getting a fps first person mode in the upcoming season according to some trusted leakers who knows if this is true? I don't even know if the picture they posted is, is even like a real picture. It might be just like a like a mock-up. Uh, but that would be huge if the game gets an FPS mode. And I I'm, I'm, would wonder what that even looks like in-game. But Fortnite, Epic, they'd be crazy enough to actually do it. Yeah. I think that would... Just like uh, how No Build kind of added a new crowd to Fortnite that's probably still playing, I feel like that could do the same... FPS could do the same thing. Where you get some COD people pop... Uh, popping over to so check it out apex people and maybe sticking around if they like it yeah i have a surprise i have, I have a a secret to tell Ooh. you guys uh oh it's, it's not a bad secret i mean depending on how you look at it i guess maybe it might be bad i'm the fortnite gamer of this group dude i don't care about call of duty anymore like it happens. again my my friends from grad school still hit me up like yo you trying to squabble up See what's up with the new week, the new season? You back from Tokyo yet so we can play? And I'm like, bet, let's catch a dub. I love Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Did you hear about the Attack on Titan stuff that might be coming to possibly next season? What is I, don't, I don't know, dude. Like, I see stuff in the store. I'm like, how is this in here? How is this real? <laughs> they just Attack on Titan with everybody. getting something? Uh, apparently, yeah. I, I, like, if that's the big focus, I'd be like, that sounds awesome. The way how they do, like, all these crazy events. Imagine, like, in the Fortnite world, trying to take down a Titan with a bunch of people, however they're going to uh, implement that, I feel like that would be a fun gameplay mechanic to do, or a fun mode or something. Oh, like an actual Titan. Like, yeah, like roaming around. Wow. And I think that would be really cool if they do that. Like, imagine if they added the... Yeah, and imagine if they added like the... Because uh, they used to have Spider-Man swinging. They could easily yes. do... Like, the ODM the, gears. ODM gear, yeah. That would mm. be sick. Yeah, I hope you they You got me that. thinking. Yeah. They've had... That's been... Oh, yeah. They've had some large scale like uh, things in Fortnite before too, so like uh, battling large scale enemies. So right. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Dude, you're so big brain mode because when I play with my friends, all we think about is like, man, if they do Family Guy, who are we playing as? <laughs> <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely Brian. Stewie. Nice. <laughs> Stewie, he's too little. I guess Brian is too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you get to hide. You get in the corners. Exactly. Camping out. They just make them tall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
I don't want to see those proportions. <laughs> All right, we got some news of the weekend for for you, and it's literally only one thing. And we're discussing Resident Evil Four because we got some details, got some news about it today. Also, the game comes out in like two weeks, and more coverage is coming tomorrow. So, uh, people are excited. It's me. I'm people. Dan is people. Ro might be people. I might. He's be at people. least curious. Let's go over some new details. Uh. Today, or I guess I think it was last night, I think officially confirmed, it will have Resident Evil 4, a day one patch to adjust the rain effects. Producer, producer uh, Yoshi, Yoshi, ooh, Yoshi, Yoshi, ooh, let me try here. <clears throat> Yoshiaki, nailed it. Yabashi. There was a recent gameplay uh, that released maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know how recent it, or non recent it was, but I think it was a look at Chapter 5 gameplay, and there was a lot of kind of online backlash uh, for the rain effects. People saying it didn't look too good, people saying it was kind of obfuscating uh, the actual gameplay of it, and they listened. And they said, we're going to fix this before the game even releases. So, in the span of a month, uh, and they, I think they shared a picture too, it's like looking a bit clear, and it's not as much in the way. Uh, so this is kind of exciting. Maybe they'll even do like a slider so you can see what the original vision was because I think it was very uh, kind of an aesthetic choice, but it, it does look much better based on the the one image that I that I saw that may or may not be real. Yeah, good on them for for paying attention to what the audience was saying and acting quick on it. I'll be honest, I didn't see the uh, the before or anything. I, I told Ro, if, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, that I've been trying to avoid as much as I can of Resident Evil Four because I just want to. Mm. Oh, I just want to be blown away, but yeah, the rain effects. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, if, if, if there's one thing that you're going to complain about a game, it's good that it's the rain effects. Yeah. Like, if everything else is so good that people are complaining about the rain in, in one certain part of a trailer, mm -hmm. that's, that's a good place to be, I think. Yeah. Do you remember when the Grand Theft Auto like, remakes, remasters, I think, came out and the rain looked terrible? This was like, maybe like last year. I think I remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about what I think RE4 Remake kind of looked like. I get, of course, I didn't think it looked too good, but yeah, I think I agree with you, Ro, that if that's the only complaint, you're in good shape, because everyone, like, the everything else is like, wow, we cannot wait for this game. It looks like they made RE4 even better, and that was a perfect game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Speaking of perfect game, they somehow overhauled the melee system in RE4 Remake, so let's take a look at what the knife can now do. The knife is now... Sorry, Dan, if you don't want to know about this. No, no, knife, you're good. Okay. The knife is now a limited resource, but has been strengthened and can parry most attacks. So this meant that they had to go in and also change a lot of the mechanics of, of gameplay, not just for, like, you know, your standard encounters with enemies, but also boss battles. So they're removing a lot of barriers for, like, what gameplay actually was. So uh, quick time events, people, people hate those. Uh, removed from the game. Now all of it is like in-game stuff. So the the Krauser knife fight now fully playable in RE4 remake, and that's gonna be very exciting. It looks that's, so good. That is awesome. I I like that they're making the knife like a useful tool as well, not like you know, let me open this barrel or this box for the three hundredth mm. time with it, and that's the only use it has. Like, yeah, that's really cool that they're beefing it up a little bit and making it more limited. 
there's a lot of cool little gifts I saw on Twitter. And this was this is when I woke up in the morning in Japan when they had like a, they just dropped the video. I think it was with Game Informer. And it just looks sexy, dude. Like you're just fighting people, and all of a sudden he just pulls it out and like parries a chainsaw. What is going on, dude? That's so cool. That is so awesome. cool. That's that's the one that I that came to mind when you when you brought that up the the chainsaw parrying stuff. But there was a boss battle. I think you just were talking about it where he's like mm. using the knife to like combat somebody else's knife, and it just looks so cool. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Gonna be good. I I watched a little bit of the gameplay from Game Informer just to catch me up to speed a little bit. And I'm in awe of like the lighting in that game. Even like I was impressed with RE2, the way they handled like ambient lighting in dark spaces. Just I mean, because the you know going through Raccoon City Police Department is like such a vibe. But here, like going through Spain and entering a building and and climbing a ladder and going up to the attic and being like, wow, I can't see shit. And you know, Leon gets out the flashlight and it just it's it's such a different but similar uh, atmosphere to what original RE4 was that it. Made me excited to play the game. Might be a day one buy. Might be a day one buy. Heck yeah. Will not be a day one buy for a lot of people who bought it at GameStop, however. <laughs> Today, GameStop cancels numerous Resident Evil 4 collection edition pre-orders. Uh, from a memo, this is a reportedly ongoing uh, due to ongoing software conversion at GameStop. The system has begun to cancel customers' collector's edition pre-orders. Uh, therefore, a lot of those orders will not be fulfilled. In that game's uh, stop memo, they stated that customers can move their reservation to another game, use the deposit as credit to purchase something else, or get a refund which they then had to amend their memo and also add they can roll their reservation to the standard edition with a $10 discount, which I'm assuming most people might do if they're wanting to go the physical, the physical route. Not good. This GameStop is getting worse. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. That sucks. That is... I would be gutted. <laughs> I would be so disappointed, man. I mean, At least they're offering the discount, but that is like so such a the least they could do sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I want the collector's edition, please. Yeah, the, that sucks. The fact that GameStop literally was on its deathbed, and then a meme basically sur- made it survive by shooting its stock price like astronomical. It went from eight dollars <laughs> to eighty dollars overnight. Uh, hmm. Yeah, well, how how good was this meme? I don't. You don't remember that? Yeah. Uh, No. It was... Freak, when was that? It was in January 2021. Everyone, like, it was on a Reddit post or something. Somebody posted, let's all buy GameStop stock. And it I remember this now. Yep. Yeah. And now it has fallen all the way down to $18 a share now after all of that. Still better than where it was, I guess. Yeah, but... yeah, the writing's on the wall for them. I feel like at mm. at some point, something's gonna give. Ugh. Yeah, very sad state uh, that store is in, or I guess the chain of stores. You look up GameStop stories recently, and it's just seems like a nightmare. And it's even coming from the workers' side, where they're just complaining about poor management, hours inventory issues like this and just left and right just not a good place to be in it i don't see a lot of people choosing this place as their primary way to 
to get games. Um, I mean, Cam Hawkins, I think, was tweeting about how he purchased the Metroid Prime physical edition at his local GameStop. And I don't think he's a um, like a loan case. I think this happens pretty often. Like they'll sell your pre-order if they don't have enough. We'll just give it to somebody else. Oh, wow. Wow. And again, Yikes. this is, goes back to their inventory issues. Yeah. Which uh, not good for the consumer. <laughs> like we all That's have I'm sure we all have great memories of pre-order uh, or like not pre-order um, midnight releases. Baby. Yes. Midnight mm-hmm. releases pre-release. And like I would have been so mad if my freaking Halo Reach collector's edition was sold to someone else when I got that back in the day. Oh. Crazy. Mm. I, mm. I, I think I love the the midnight releases. I have fond memories of. I've only done one, and it wasn't really at midnight. I guess it was <laughs> the next day, and it was for the for the switch. Um, but the I had a bad experience when I returned a game that I bought from them, like the day before. It was uh, Final Fantasy thirteen, I think, and I got it on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. I took it home. I played it. And but it didn't work. It was like not working properly at a certain point. And I took it. I was like, oh, there's a bunch of scratches on the back. I didn't notice that when I bought it. And I took it back to return it and trade it in. And they just wouldn't take it back. It's like, I bought this yesterday. You sold it to me like this, but they weren't having it. I was like, what the? What am I? I can't even play this game. What am I supposed to do with it? And I couldn't do anything with it. But God, I wish I don't know. I don't know how I could prove it in in their defense. But I did not scratch up that 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 disc. And I was so pissed off. That sounds like a nightmare, dude. That's terrible. All right, I'll add, all right, I'll, I'll add a little anecdote. <laughs> I mean, this one isn't that bad. Uh, I once wanted to um, relive some of my childhood memories, and so I rebought a GameCube copy of Star Fox Adventures, and I was really excited to play it again. And then I went home and put that bad boy in, and it would not start up. Oh. And I tried for like an hour, and I even did the toothpaste on the back of the disc to clean it trick. Oh but like, no, that original disc was way too shot. Like, I can't believe GameStop was selling it. So I went back and I was like, hey, this this game doesn't work. And they took it back. Wait, was Star Fox what Adventures <laughs> was Star Fox Adventures on GameCube? Mm-hmm. The, uh, Adventures and Assault. I mean, it's a Nintendo oh. franchise. I was thinking it was on N64, but I guess I misremembered that. I don't know. I thought you meant like on different hardware. Different like oh. competitors. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Let's shift into our fantasy draft check-in. I'm going to have to resort to Dan on this one because I kind of missed last week's. I don't know. What, I know you have a pickup. They, I think you were DMing us about and then yeah, just take just take it from here. I'll yeah. follow along. Yeah, we did talk about it last week, uh, but let's see if we have any updates since last week. Um, as far as points go, I think we I, I don't think we talked about uh, Wolong yet, right, bro? We didn't do that last week, right? Uh, yeah, both of my my choices from last week were in there, but the points True. hadn't registered yet. Yes. Okay. So now we have enough reviews. Ooh, so, Atomic Heart. Oh, yeah. sorry, that's, that's from a while ago. That was from, yeah. yeah it's, it's still an oof, though. Uh, <laughs> but Wolong, Fallen Dynasty Row, got you 12 yes. points. That's that's pretty Double good. Double digits, let's go, finally. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, the one that you were expecting to get double digits, yes. Destiny 2 Lightfall, only got you 8 points with 78 critics. Oh, score. my God. God. 
I mean, well, I mean, Dan, you will we'll talk about it later too, yes. I guess, in what you got for me. But yeah, man, was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think many people were. I think a lot mm -hmm. of people were surprised. But, yeah, uh, is this better or worse than Cro the Crota DLC for D one? I liked Crota. Oh God, this is yeah. Better. I think it was like short. I liked Crota too, but this is better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. think a lot of people or it will see it that way, the rose tinted glasses stuff, but this is the, this is better. Definitely. Yeah. And there's more content, I would say. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Uh, we did have one pickup since last we Ooh. checked in, and that is Dan, myself. Oh, this up. DLC, wasn't it? Yeah. Forza <laughs> Horizon 5 Rally Adventure with a bid of $4. Of course, if anyone forgets, I had picked up Forza Horizon 5's Hot Wheels DLC last year, which helped me out very much. So we'll continue that trend here. I hate the way you play this game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're always just picking up the DLCs thinking, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, I got to take all the loopholes I can get, you know? Look at that. Your your two games here are like <laughs> critically adored remakes, Dead Space and Resident <laughs> Evil 4. Yeah, and then you have DLC for Horizon <laughs> and for Forza. Yep. You know what? And I uh, only uh, I only have what? three spots left now for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I have not picked up a single game. Oh wow! Since we did it. Wow. Did you see the one that I picked up last week? We talked about it last week, but did you see it, Christian? I'm assuming it's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it doesn't hit this year. <laughs> I hope Assassin's Creed doesn't hit this year either. Oh, I think it will. Okay. Let's move on over into Tilu Timeout. Once again, I'll have to pass the mic because I am uh, oh. behind on these episodes. So I'm going to deafen and Dan, just text me when you guys are done. Okay. okay. Fair. <laughs> Hold on. Don't do it. Don't, just don't start yet. So it was crazy when... <laughs> All right, hold on. How do I? One of these keybinds. Ladies and oh. gentlemen, Christian's live here trying to figure out how to tap. All right, I figured it out. I so figured it out. <laughs> Text me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Ro, uh, what can we say about Christian now that he's muted? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. All right. Do you want to go first, or do you? Want... Um. Sure. I, I I can start it off. Sure. Um. God, where where do I start it off? I actually I always every every time there's a new episode, I, I do like a little a, a few notes before to, to say on the podcast. That's smart, uh, actually. Let's see. That's smart. I should do that because I like sometimes <laughs> what happens, it's like deer and headlights. You're like, wait, there was an episode this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time we get to T Lou time, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Um, but I'll start off with saying that Bella Bramsey is the goat. And I'm sorry. Mm. Around episode yes. one. Where I was like, I'm not sure if she'll if she'll do it. I don't know if she could be Ellie. <laughs> There's such big shoes to fill. Ashley Johnson is the goat as well, but Bella Ramsey just keeps knocking it out of the park with her interpretation of Ellie, and it's so good. Her performance is incredible. By the end of the episode, I'm bawling almost every single episode, and it's usually because of the performances by Bella or Pedro. They're doing such a good time, or such a good job with them. Um, but the the line that she delivers some of it's different and some of it didn't hit as well but the lines that i wanted to hit the most hit the way that she she performed it especially the uh uh when she's captured by david yeah and 
Yeah, it's like she's doing like all the lines. She even did the subtle oh when uh, um, David yeah. grabs her hand, which I, I remember from the game. She did it. It's so cool. Uh, but when she broke his finger, and she's like, "Oh, what am I going to tell them now?" And she's, like, "Ellie, what? Tell them that Ellie is a little girl that broke your fucking yeah. finger." And she did it so well, dude. I I, yeah. I literally like was shaking in my seat. I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm scared of Ellie right now." <laughs> that was awesome. Um. But besides that, Troy Baker's character, uh, I'm blanking on the name. It's like Josh or I, I don't remember the character's name. He was an NPC in the game, but he was able to flesh him out a little bit more. But it was so cool just to see Troy Baker back in The Last of Us world, even though he's not playing Joel. It was so cool to see him. And I think they fleshed out David and his world really well, too, for people who aren't familiar with the character who uh, might find him. Um, more sympathetic until he obviously that switch later where you could like if you find him sympathetic at that point like what the fuck is wrong with you but up, up until that point um, where you get the reveal that he's a cannibal and he slaps a little girl and all that kind of stuff there's like you, you think you might think like oh he's kind of a good guy maybe Ellie can trust him um, but I like the little backstory that they they or not the backstory but they fleshed out his uh, his town and his people a little bit more uh, where he's quote-unquote protecting them but he's also abusing his power using religion to you know excuse the, all the wrong things that he's doing I, I thought that was really cool um but yeah what, what did you think about it oh i 100 agree with you about bella i think originally i was a little bit trepidatious about bella as well and like this episode absolutely she killed it like that those scenes that you were talking about her being locked up in the jail cell that illustrated beautifully how how good she was for the role um i also like the changes they made like in terms of uh, uh her going after david in the um in the scene in the uh, restaurant or whatever right, that yeah. was yeah i love that they changed that up a little bit and uh she just kept going kept going kept going and then went outside and joel you know com comforted her outside rather than inside because like, yeah. then she like she turns uh, back towards joel and starts like making the stabbing motion like she's just like mentally like uh, losing still in it, that moment yeah. yeah and yeah i thought that was really really powerful uh so yeah i really like that as well <laughs> um i did man i just want more i want more <laughs> it's the last episode next week oh my god and that's so gonna sad. be a crazy one too like that's yeah. god that's... and also with like we're talking about performances this the torture scene with pedro as with pedro pascal he did a really good job doing that scene too like yeah. he was just so like in the game he's like super intimidating but he's i don't know He's more reserved, I guess, in, in the game. You, you're scared of Joel, for sure. But in the show, he's like, he is mad, dude. He is yeah. pissed off. He's yeah. going to kill you. He's going to kill you in the game, but he's like, he's you're scared. You're definitely scared of this guy if you're in the room with him. And I thought they did the torture scene uh, really well and just took it to another level with, oh. uh, with that. Yeah, that, that moment where he's just like... Uh... He he kills the first guy and he and the dude's like, well, I'm not telling you anything. He's like, well, I, I think he's telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like that's so great. I love so that good. so much. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm interested actually to see what Christian thinks of it after he watches yeah. because I feel like I feel like Ellie actually they're sending Ellie more down down that dark path that Christian mm -hmm. was like worried about. So I'm curious if he'll like 
play foul with that, I guess, because she seemed to have more moments in this episode where she was like, you know, I don't know. She's not a good person. Eat Like they're portraying her already as like she's not a good person or she's getting to that yeah. point, I guess. David had the line where it's like, you're like me. And she's like, I'm nothing like you. And he explained a little bit more saying that yes. you have a, a violent heart. You, yes. You're like me. And that kind of. Yeah, like you're saying, kind of leading more into what Ellie becomes in the in part two a little bit more. And I, I, I was worried about that, too, where I, I didn't see Ellie in that light, especially in the first game. But I think they're doing a pretty OK job with this Ellie, exp- not explaining why she's like this, but just setting up the, the dominoes to fall in season two, where it'll make a little bit more sense for that shift to, to happen. Absolutely. Yeah, I, you're dead on. That that was the scene I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember. Yeah. You got it exactly. Yep, David's so line. Yeah, so good. It was very good. Which the, I'm so that, excited to see Ashley next week too. Yes. Which that uh that line isn't in the game, right? Uh, no. What David yeah. says. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. It's all on you. All right. God. Well. I guess we text text Christian now. <laughs> yes, that was very good though. Very. very Such good. a good episode. God. Yes. I am excited to hear what Christian thinks too. About? <laughs> oh, when you watch the episode. <laughs> it was good. I'm I'm three episodes behind. I'm oh, assuming no. you guys enjoyed it though. Yes. Yes, we did. Will I even finish the season? I don't know. <laughs> what? You have to I, I don't know, man. <laughs> wow. Man. I think am, am I right in assuming that this week's airs on Friday because of the Oscars on Sunday, or is it still a Sunday? I release? haven't seen an announcement, but I... that would make sense, but I don't I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I don't. What, could be could be misinformation. What time are the Oscars? Sunday. Yeah. Uh, when do they air? It should I be, see. I think, like seven or eight p.m. Pacific. Okay. I was going to say. So I, I guess was... that would be before. Yeah, you're right. Pacific. Oh, Pacific. Okay. Yeah, because okay. six p.m. Pacific okay. is the last of us. So you're you're probably okay. right. Yeah. Right after the show, tune in for. Yeah. celebrity drama the finale is march 12th 9 p.m eastern and i am right 8 p.m pacific is the oscars so okay i lied to you here's what i'm not lying about though breaking news as as you guys are doing this as we were recording mario kart 8 deluxe we all know wave for booster releasing march 9th we knew this however what we did not know Apparently, Nintendo sneaking this in. It looks like five more characters are planned for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. If you start the game up, mm. there are now five question marks. Birdo, of course, being the one new one. Five more new characters huh. coming. Mario that's Kart 8 awesome. Deluxe. Very cool. That's, that's so cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Let's race. Let's, Let's race. race. I wonder who, it, who it's going to be. It could be anyone. You know, like they mm-hmm. had an inkling and Link. Could be, could be anyone. That's Samus. So cool. It'll be like Smash oh, hell Ultimate. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, everybody's here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's Samus, though. That's a great pull. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. You're my greatest pull. Oh. <laughs> oh let's, let's move on over to the topic of the show. Starfield delayed. Of course, today we got some news. I don't know why I said it so slowly, but it's did dramatic, you, wasn't it? Did you miss something, Chris? Hey, everyone. <laughs> What you got for me, <laughs> Dan? Yes, sir. Please, okay. tell us. Yes, yes. Uh, 
So I played a, a little thing called Destiny 2 Lifefall, the campaign with none other than Ro. We completed it. We completed the campaign. We did. On Legendary. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we started on Legendary. Did we even complete? We completed one mission on it, right? I think we completed at least two missions two. on Legendary. Okay. I heard and it's like got... unnecessarily hard. This it is very hard. Yeah. <laughs> And it's even harder when there's only two of us and it's designed for three person squad. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's pretty tough. Like we even struggled on the last mission with the two of us on normal mode. It was Yeah. Yeah. So you need me to play with you guys? Yeah. Um, yes, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yes, uh, the reviews, I think, very well warranted. Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't think it quite hits um, as high of a mark as previous expansions like Witch Queen I very much enjoyed. Uh, I think the story was a bit messy. Um, and I think the new characters, while they were somewhat interesting, I don't think that they really uh, captured my attention as much as I had hoped. Um, the city... The city, like all the trailers and everything, I was really excited about the city and I felt like the city was a little bit dull, um, which is odd because it's like neon and vibrant lights and stuff, but it was like, it didn't feel like a live city, uh, like moving around in that space uh, compared to like when you're on the planets, it feels very much alive and like uh, other things going on around you. Um, so yeah, that was a little disappointing. Um, Obviously, I haven't played any of the PvP stuff, so I can't really speak to that. Um, I haven't played PvP in Destiny in a long time, but um, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Road, Road, do you want to talk about it as well while we're uh, sure. on the subject? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm in a, in, a, in a similar boat as Dan. The I think the most disappointing part for me uh, about the campaign or about the expansion was the campaign as, as well. Um, we're in the the second. There's two. We're in the first part out of a of a finale. I can it to like a, a Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. We're in Infinity War right now, and Lightfall is going to be the Endgame. And if we're in Infinity War, we should be, I think, wrapping up loose ends, not making up new, not making up new things, but not asking new questions. And they ask a lot of new questions in this expansion, where we should be getting answers. And they don't really answer anything uh, in the campaign. So we're like kind of scratching our heads like, what the heck's going on here? Why are we after this thing? And the characters are acting like we should know what the thing is, but we don't know what the thing <laughs> is because they don't explain what the thing is. And like Dan said, uh, the Cloud Striders um, are cool, but we don't get enough time with them. And one of, well, one less than even the, the other one, there's two new characters that are introduced and... Uh, I don't think it's really that big of a spoiler, but one of them dies because it's so obvious that that one's going to die. That I don't think that's a spoiler. Yeah. But I, I think it would be awesome if these characters and this planet would have been introduced in Destiny 3 or the next expansion where we can get time to uh, be introduced to them and hopefully spend more time with them. This Them being introduced in the finale as like a, a MacGuffin of sorts is like kind of lame. And I would much rather if uh, we were in, uh, spending time with characters that we've known this entire time, this nine-year run of Destiny, we're getting sidelined uh, for some reason, and we're just not talking about. We're getting introduced to new characters that we don't care about. I thought that was kind of lame, but I do like the the seasonal side, and the seasonal side of Destiny has been fantastic storytelling wise for for a really long time. 
And I went back after we played the campaign, Dan, and I tried like the the season of I don't remember what it's called, but it's it's it stars Mara Sov, who's the queen of the Awoken, and Crow, who was Aldrin Sov in the past, and Amanda Holiday, who has been with Destiny for like since the beginning. And there's some really great back and forth between her and Crow, and it's like this is what I want. I want more of this. Why wasn't this in the campaign? Um, but yeah, they're they're expanding on the characters that I want them to, but not in the sixty dollar thing that I paid for. The they they give it to me in like the the twelve dollar thing, and and in a way that's good. Maybe I should have waited and and listened to read the reviews before purchasing the big one and just played the the smaller expansion and paid for that. Um, but I, I just was expecting a little bit more out of the campaign. I have gone back and played PvP, though, and I think they've made really good changes outside of the campaign in Destiny, where it's, it's, it is fun to play the guns. You could pick up anything that you want. You could still have a good time uh, for the most part. Um, it's just that story that is just like taking way too many steps backward when we're this close to the finish line. That was really upsetting to me. Bro, you said Amanda uh, Holiday, but you meant Amanda Waller. No. no, I'm kidding. Oh, oh yeah, I remember you. You made that. Mistake. I screwed up. Yeah, when we were playing, I was like Amanda Waller, right? And I was like, wait a minute, that's all right. The DC. Yeah. 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 I screwed oh that up. There, there was a there was a back and forth between Amanda Holiday and uh, Crow, and they have like a will they won't they like sort of romantic relationship going on. But Amanda, um, it's so good, dude. And Amanda is like. Uh, I can't forgive you, Crow, for what you did to Kate. And they have this really great exchange where, like, this is what I want. This is such great banter, Content, such yeah. dial. It's like, God, I want more of this. But you're giving me the veil. The veil is here. We have to go get the veil. Like, yeah, what, what is, is the veil? Yeah. What is the veil, though? Why do I need to care about this? But no. so, so maybe God. I need to do the seasonal content then. Maybe. Maybe, I, I guess. You know, yeah. <laughs> the other thing, Ro, I had to go back and put, replay the last, like, two or three campaign missions because I forgot to, apparently, uh, God, this thing, this just pisses me off with Destiny. You have to talk to a specific yes. character, otherwise it doesn't track your progress for the, the quest. So I was so yeah. mad. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I realized that way too late, like, when we're doing saying something like, uh, oh, I didn't have to talk to him. It's like, oh, that's weird. Maybe it just activated for you. And then we finish. It's like, wait a second. Yeah, he's behind on a bunch of steps, even though he's doing the the campaign. I was just hoping I was wrong, but that no. sucks. No, you were, you were right, but it's fine. It's fine. I I did it solo actually. I I guess we increased our light level so much that it, it actually made it pretty really? decent uh, to yeah. finish by myself. So yeah, um, I the, the campaign sucked, but I, I I had a great time playing with Dan like that was it was fun like strategizing and stuff like that that was that was a yes. blast for sure there was like a particular mission where we're like the dogs are coming the dogs are coming and then we like fall back and, and shoot them it's like okay let's focus on it like that that stuff is always so fun even though like the the, the story is so mindless at times yeah and that was it. awesome that was awesome we just needed a third row and we could have did we legendary it could have been could have been you Christian yeah I don't miss the grind the gameplay is fun <laughs> I don't miss the grind that's fair that's fair uh, just a quick mention. I also started the co-op campaign with Glenn on Halo Infinite. He has not played the campaign yet, so I started a little bit of that. Maybe we'll play some more this week, next week. Glenn, I feel bad because I, I kind of stole Dan away no. that, that time. I didn't know what you were playing in my defense. No, you're good. I had already told you I wanted to 
do that okay. so, ahead of time. So I Glenn oh, knew so that. you just dropped Glenn. No, huh? no, no. Said, no. Glenn knew, Glenn like, knew yeah. that. Glenn knew that. I told him ahead of time. I was like, I'm <laughs> okay. waiting on Roe to finish this, so I may have to drop out at some point. So, okay. Yeah. Roe, anything from you other than Lightfall? Other than Lightfall, no, actually. That that was all. That was all swag. I, yeah, actually, yes. Uh, aside from Fortnite, uh, on my flight, I had a bunch of hours to kill on the way to Japan. So I was like, I'm bringing my Switch with me. I've never played my Switch on a plane. I've never played a Switch outside my house before, <laughs> to be honest. Um, Best place to so do that, Japan. That, I didn't play in Japan. But on the flight to it, right. uh, I played uh, and completed Metroid Prime Remake. Oh, wow. I guess remaster or whatever, yeah. So, uh, I still I missed I think playing it on my TV but with my noise canceling headphones. It's great. It's a great time. Propped it up. Had my little pro controller. Had my little snacks and my treats. And uh, I just gamed for hours. And uh, suffice to say, still one of the best games ever made. Great job. I can't wait. Metroid I wanna, still want to get get to that. How was that flight? Metro, by the way, the flight too was fantastic. It was so easy. Uh, and then the flight back, I decided to just like try to sleep. So I popped some Dramamine and tried to sleep. And that, that sucked. I didn't get quality sleep, which made me feel worse. If I think if I just stayed awake, I would have been, been better. Hmm. It's not bad, though. It's pretty comfy. I could do it, though. Like, I, I don't mind. Fair. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to get on that <laughs> flight. Dude, like, the planes are so big, you know, and like... Have you little seen... to no tur- little to no turbulence. Um, we're just chilling. Have you seen? I feel the... like I'm on a bus. They're barely able what? to land them lately. Some okay. almost like a few collisions. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Landing in Hunnida Airport was a little rough. Oof. Like they had to really bump the brakes. And I heard stuff shift, and some people like had to grab onto their seat in front of them. It's a pretty rough landing, but whatever, whatever, dude. Say so yes to life. So yes to Metroid. <laughs> Metro Prime 4. Coming soon. Alright. Topic of the show. I gave it away earlier. Starfield delayed. We got a cool new video today from Bethesda. And in it, we have news that Starfield has been delayed by three months to the new date of September 6, 2023. However, it wasn't without an announcement of a direct coming June 11th and i'll stop there dan what do you think about the delay and the direct being announced yeah uh and also the announcement that the xbox event is taking place june 11th and the starfield direct takes place directly after that so oh i missed that yeah is that real yep it's true correct yep that july 11th thing i sent you guys i thought it was july 11th it's june 11th yeah um, what did I say? Yeah. I said July as well. No, no, no. You said it right. I I sent okay. it in the chat like a couple of days ago. Somebody had an Xbox employee had posted a calendar that said July 11th, but I was like, oh, does that mean Xbox event? But I guess he accidentally put the wrong thing. I don't know. But uh, anywho, yeah, uh, I think it looks really cool. I I, I watched the video and I, I think it looks awesome. Uh, I, this got me more hyped for the game. Um, obviously, I'm I'm happy that they're delaying it for quality 
uh, purposes, like to make the polish there. Like obviously Bethesda games in the past, Todd Howard's team has had issues with polish in the, you know, the final effort to get that thing uh, as polished as possible. They've had bugs and such in the past, which haven't necessarily hampered the experience because Fallout 3 is fantastic, Skyrim's fantastic, etc. Um, but yeah, uh, I think from what we saw, I'm, I'm excited. And like the off-screen footage that we saw, like of someone else playing in the background, I, I love that stuff. Like I, I was looking in there, I was like seeing every little detail I could, and like I got some definite Mass Effect vibes and like Fallout vibes combined. So I, that's exactly what I want. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Remember when Gage said this game was coming out April? <laughs> yeah, before April. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, well, there it is. There Confirmation. It is. Sorry. Wait, didn't he? Pre- Rob, you- he predicted what? that too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Zero points. But like the one prediction I do remember, it was so insane. <laughs> Ro, you check out this video. How are you feeling on Starfield? Uh, yeah, I checked out the video. I. I, I I was def I am interested in Starfield. I thought the initial gameplay trailer looked cool. I like the idea of exploring all these planets. Uh, I think the big takeaway about that particular point is: Are there going to be stuff to do on those planets, or are they like f- like story planets? Like they have all these really cool stuff to do, and all the thousands of planets are just kind of resources and little things here and there strewn about. But that idea is like sounds really cool to me. I love No Man's Sky. So this mm. with potentially bigger budget and more uh, more um, God more potential. I'm looking for the right word. Um, uh, excites me in, in a way. I, I'm not a huge Bethesda nut. Like I haven't played a lot of the games or Skyrim or anything like that. But I, I do like this setting and uh, what they say they're trying to do with this game. Like, looks cool. And and, and uh, I agree. With you. I'm glad that they're delaying it. That's. That can only uh, be good news, yeah. yeah. I'm actually weirdly with Dan, where um, like I was not excited for this game from the previous video. Like when they started going into like the quantity of planets you can visit, and then like ship like shipbuilding and stuff, I was actually getting turned off because I, I like curated experiences, kind of what I prefer. And not to say that Bethesda doesn't have those, because like I think their quest lines probably are very much curated experiences. But but still, when you're when you're bragging about quantity, it kind of turns me off a little bit. Um, and then for whatever reason, like just the small teaser at the beginning of this video where it's just kind of atmosphere setting and it's just a lot of cool visuals. I was like, music. man, the music, by the way, yeah, that's the biggest, I think probably plus for me is that music really did hit. Um, I was like, man, I do love space. <laughs> and it seems like this is like getting at like, you know, they mentioned hard sci-fi in an interview, like as far as aesthetics go and, and tone, like it is hard sci-fi, but still with being an approachable, approachable and fun game, maybe this is something that's going to be entirely up my alley. So, and in these like you know thirty second spot at the beginning, I was like, man, I might be in. So my objective was today was to be like, I don't know, should I be sold on Starfield? And I think I think I'm leaning towards yeah. I think I might actually check this out. I. I love the the atmosphere like you were talking about as well, and the the open world games that I really like are the ones I like a I like a linear experience too. But I love the the open world games that uh, give you the water cooler moments where you get mm-hmm. to 
just like I did this and you're like, you did that. Why did you do that? It's I did this. And it's like a completely different experience, but you're doing the same thing on the same planet, but you had a completely different experience. And, and I think that's what excites me about the quantity of the planets. Like, I think that could be really cool. Like Red Dead is like a, Red Dead 2 is a great example of the type of open world that I'm hoping this this is able to deliver with all these crazy events going on. Um, but that's, again, a lot yeah. to to hope for with such a crazy um, <laughs> crazy scale the the two questions that people usually asked a lot when breath of the wild came out when elden ring came out was what direction did you go in when you, you know, right. are finally set free like that might be a really fun question to ask here like if there are like a, a, a plethora of little planets you can check out when you first start out just kind of ease you in it's like what planet did you go with or you know, what faction did you start with you know even just the character building I don't know, just the idea of like another RPG to this scale with stuff with a like a genre that I'm really interested in, I think is finally dawning on me that it, it could be a, a lot of fun to lose myself into. And so I, I pulled up a PC game. Actually, real quick, I want to mention as well. Probably the biggest question around this is Bethesda bugs, the old BBs. Uh, you know, it's part of their charm, but let's be real, like a lot of it was game breaking back in the day and people sure short term memory on, online can be a thing, but in this case, I think people still remember Bethesda for their jank. Um, yeah, delaying it first for a couple months, and then now the extra three months, I think, is going to be huge because this game has to launch. And I'm not what I'm not. I'm not going to call it perfect state, but a polished state for sure for a game of this scale. And I think, I think probably this is the most confident I am in a release from Bethesda, just because like it is like such a temple title. And this game, when it comes out finally, it will have been in development for almost nine years which is insane fallout 4 came out 2014 well, that's different though because in, in this article too like they wrote for like three or four years it wasn't in pre-pro till about four years ago so it wasn't in actual development till about four years ago uh, is that true i don't know if that's true yeah, it's an interview i, oh. I linked it it's in oh. the article oh okay because I was thinking, because what else were they working on? Because Fallout 76 came from a, their uh, different team uh, within Beth Bethesda Game Studios. It came from the old team that was making that 4v1 game. Uh, crap, I forget the name of it. Um, and then they rebranded them as part of Bethesda Game Studios. But if they, have, if they haven't, then that's interesting. I don't know what the hell they've been doing. <laughs> this whole time <laughs> i guess they could have been supporting other bethesda teams as well i guess because mm. um, they have a lot of bethesda teams out there so. on it's... on the i'm oh, sorry go ahead no go ahead um i was just gonna say on the point of of bugs and uh being confident in the re release of uh starfield um there's also the added thing that they're an xbox studio now where they have what well, they don't have to but it's like there's a lot more I guess expectation going going into this, where they were Bethesda before, they're Bethesda now, but now you're releasing for Xbox. Like they they need these W's, and uh, if Starfield launches in a bad place, that's just even more ammunition uh, to shoot at at Xbox, which has been happening a lot uh, recently with uh, the games that have been coming out. Um, so I'm, I'm fingers crossed that that it, that the launch goes well. So I think the delay again is a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Xbox knows that too, which yeah. I'm, sh I'm sure they're happy to give give Bethesda the time. Like, it's been years since a big quality Bethesda. Like Bethesda knows this too. Like Todd Howard in this video said, like, trust us. Like we, we miss making, you know, releasing a game. 
uh, as well. So yeah, it's got to be huge. Bethesda, um, Bethesda Game Studios yeah. Austin created Fallout 76, and they were formerly Battlecry Studios, who were making a 4v1 game called Battlecry. Yes. That's what I was trying to remember. But gotcha. I looked it up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, that's interesting that I don't know what the hell Todd's team has been doing this whole time, you know? Todd, what, are you holding them hostage down there, Todd, in Maryland? It's a massive game. They had to yeah. think out the kinks. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, here's something I thought was really cool. I, I didn't know about this in Fallout games. Uh, traits. Like stuff that like happens to your character based on your decisions. And there's three traits that they listed. There's obviously going to be more when the game comes out. But I don't know. I thought this was cool just to read out. Because I don't think we've talked about this on the pod before. Some particularly interesting traits include Dream Home. You own a luxurious, customizable house on a peaceful planet. Unfortunately, it comes with a 50,000 credit mortgage with Gall Bank that has to be paid weekly. You, uh, hero worshipped. You've earned the attention of an annoying, adoring fan who will show up randomly and jabber at you incessantly. On the plus <laughs> side, they'll give you gifts. <laughs> and then, uh, kid stuff. Your parents are alive and well, and you can visit them at their home, but 10% of all the money you earn is deducted automatically and sent to them. Just cool stuff. You know what I mean? That is cool. I love it. I love it. I'm definitely picking the uh, the fan, the random fan showing up. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna play, huh? It's, it's kind of <laughs> like the stranger from Fallout uh, that just randomly shows up sometimes to help you in combat. Kind of cool. Uh, I think in this article too, they were also talking about uh, space combat and uh, for it being like they they wanted it to have be more like a like a a, a mech feeling inspired by mech games. So it is going to be a bit slower. Which I think for the pace of this game, I think might be really cool. And that I think it interested me a lot more than what I would imagine, like, you know, like rogue fighting, like in Star Wars, whatever. Something like that. It's like on this on this scale it might be pretty cool. Yeah. Man. The more we talk about this game, the scale of this game is just astronomical. <laughs> I mean, you can build outposts. Oh my lord. That's insane. Woo! Is this coming to PC? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Game Pass, mayhaps. Yep. Yes. It will be. Wow. I don't believe. I almost don't believe it. There's no yeah. way a game of this size is going to be free to me. <laughs> I don't <insane>. believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, actually, when you think about it. As long as it's polished and it, you know, it's there. Sure. Could be good. So, September. That is technically a summer release. That is not in the fall. Hmm. Um, not in the fall quarter. My last question here is, like, expectations for Xbox later in the year. That's, if that's their big summer game, are we expecting anything big in the fall? There's a lot of games that have no release dates yet that could be hitting. Thinking Hellblade. Mm -hmm. Does that hit? Who knows? Uh, of course, Forza Motorsport is coming out very soon, even though it doesn't have a date yet. That that should be hitting either late next year, or probably in the spring of next year, if I had to put a guess and put a date on it. Uh, for Forza? What do you expect for Forza? I think it's confirmed for this year, right? Was it confirmed for 2023? I yeah, I believe so. I believe they confirmed that with their last um, showcase that they showed it at. 
uh, which people are thinking it'll be before Starfield that it comes out, like this summer. No way. Yeah. That'd be huge. Okay, then what's the, what's the fall game? Are you expecting a big fall game? I think Hellblade, because like that game has been shown like many years ago now. What fall twenty nineteen? We saw it uh, for the first time. Mm-hmm. So and then we saw the footage of it twenty twenty one at the Game Awards. Right. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely due. Um, this is not coming out this year. But where's Fable? Fable up to? I think no, come on. we're not gonna hear from that. We're not gonna hear from that for like a, another year or so, probably. I'd imagine. Yeah, I think Fables at the earliest of fall twenty twenty four game. Yeah, at the earliest. Yes. Yeah. Would yeah. you expect Fable out of the uh, the summer Xbox event? You think? <laughs> probably not. If I were a betting man, but it's possible. I guess uh, they've shown games before a year and a half before launch, like. Gears 5, when that was showed off, that was showed off a year and a half before it came out. Um, so it's possible. I guess it just depends on how far along Playground Games is on it. Um, they have been working mm. on it a long time, but they also had to build their studio from zero because they built a whole second team um, right. at, at Playground for that. So uh, I think that was 2018 that they were acquired and they started that, or, you know, a little before that started that process. So Five years, yeah. I don't know. We might be getting close. That's crazy. Yeah. Where is a uh, book song, by the way? That's not a question <laughs> to you two. That's just me putting that out there to the universe. I'm waiting on it. Christian's 2022 fantasy critics waiting on it. Oh, I do have that on there, don't I? <laughs> I'm so based for that. Is Rose? St- oh, okay. The Rose stuck. He was I'm just sorry. giving me a look. He was a little <laughs> I was, just giving me I was a looking look. up something. Well, folks, I do believe that's all she wrote, eh? Any last thing you want to get out in Starfield? You excited? I mean, I know Dan is. I'm excited. I'm excited that you're back, Christian. Am I though? Am I fully in? Well, no. I mean, I mean, physically, you're oh, back. Uh, yeah. yeah, in the in the states and such. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but sure, no, that too. Yeah, I pulled you back. I got into a fight with TSA when we arrived. By the way, I won't. I will not say this on the pod. I will say that guy was racist, and I did. Oh, I gave God. him peace of my mind. Oh wow, you better. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I, I anyway. also wanted <laughs> happy belated birthday, Chun Li. Happy fifty. 50- birthday we forgot to mention on the wow. podcast and i feel terrible chun lee is 55 years old and still looks 20 baby <laughs> oh Beautiful. yeah good lord and the new street fighter <laughs> oh yeah bro <laughs> goodness and cammy too like how how are these ladies and fit like that it's insane happy international women's day yeah not for the horny reasons just <laughs> no just, just in general thing for, yeah just in general <laughs> i wouldn't be here without you absolutely yeah none for of real us. for real yeah mm-hmm Folks, thank you again, everyone, joining us live on YouTube and Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere everywhere else you get your pods. Thank you again to Roshan. Thank you, me. Thank you, Daniel. Fuck you, Gage. And this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. Yeah. Drink water.